know anyone who is strong. Maybe a big brother or a big sister, or maybe your mum or dad. How are they strong? Can they lift you up in the air? Or maybe they can lift up your big dog into the back of the car? Are they that kind of strong? I wonder, do you think there are other ways of being strong? Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to another bonus episode of Journey with Story. Today's story is a Native American Indian story about a grandmother spider who, even though she's old and frail and small, proves her strength in a special way. Let's take a journey with Grandmother Spider Brings the Light. Long, long, long ago, when the earth was very new, the animals had no fire, no light. Everywhere was darkness, darkness, darkness. The animals couldn't see where they were going and they were always bumping into each other. Hey, watch it. You just stepped on my toe. Get off my tail. Ouch! One day, Raven came swooping down into the forest. He called for the animals to come together for he had big news. I've seen it! He called, fire, it is beautiful, full of color. Color, cried the animals. What is color? For without light, there is no color. And heat, called the old man raven. Heat, cried the animals. What is heat? For they had only known the cold of the dark. Someone must go and bring fire back so we can all enjoy it said Raven. The animals looked at one another. And just where did you say that this fire is? At the edge of the world. It is a long way away. But someone must go. So Possum came forward. I will go. I will bring the fire. Ha! <laughs> Possum, Possum was small. But he was quite the little warrior. He was fearless. Now, Possum knew nothing about fire, so he did not prepare. The animals cheered as he ran, Pukata, Pukata, Pukata. And then he ran, Pukata, Pukata, Pukata. And he ran slower, Pukata, Pukata, Pukata. <sighs> Poor Possum was out of breath by the time he reached the edge of the world. But there it was, a lake of fire with orange and red and yellow flames just like Raven told him. Because Possum did not know about fire, he stared at it, mesmerised by its beauty. Poor Possum's eyes became dark and singed. Even to this day, Possum's eyes are sensitive to the light, so he only goes out at night. Possum gathered up a hot burning coal and placed it into his long fluffy tail to keep it safe until he got back to the animals. He turned and ran, Pukata, 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 and he ran, Pukata, 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 and he ran slowly, Pukata, 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 all the way back to the animals. He was so out of breath he could not speak. The animals gathered around, Where is the fire? Show us the fire. 
Possum got a second wind. Here is your fire. But when he unfurled his tail, all the hair had burned away. The fire was gone. And Possum was left with a bare tail to this very day. When Possum saw that his tail was gone, he fell over in a dead faint. <coughs> Poor Possum. Now who will go, said the animals. It must be someone fast. So Buzzard swooped down. I will go, said Buzzard. I am swift. I will fly high over the mountains and lakes and rivers. I will bring back the fire. So Buzzard stretched his wings and he flew off into the dark sky. He flew on and on. Finally, he looked down and saw it, a lake of fire. But Buzzard did not know about fire. He swooped down as fast as he could, faster, faster, and then he felt it, the heat. Never had he felt something so hot. Buzzard had nowhere to put the heat except into his beautiful headdress made of many coloured feathers. There went Buzzard, higher and higher. It was then that Buzzard noticed that his head was beginning to burn. <gasps> Poor Buzzard did not know that fire could burn, and fire burned every feather off his head. Buzzards, to this very day, have red, scorched and scarred heads from trying to bring back the fire. Of course, when he got back, he had to tell the animals what happened to the fire. The animals felt sorry for Buzzard. Other animals tried, strong, fast, wise animals, but they all came back, bearing a scar and no fire. Finally, one day, Grandmother Spider came forward. I will go she said in her weak, humble voice. What? cried the others. You will go? Ha! You are too little, too weak, too slow, and too old. Yes, I am old, but I have listened to the stories you told about trying to get fire. I understand fire. I may be slow, but sometimes slow is better. And as far as being too little and too weak, I think not. Strength can be measured in many ways. Well, let her try, the animal said. Now, unlike the other animals before her, Grandmother first prepared for her journey before she set off. She found some wet clay and fashioned it into a small pot that she placed on her back. Then she set out for that lake of fire. Step by slow step, she marched on and on and on. It was a very long time by the time Grandmother Spider found the fire. She thanked the fire for its beauty and its heat. She asked if she could have just a small coal to place in her clay pot. Fire gave Grandmother Spider a tiny coal. Now the clay pot had plenty of time to dry out and was ready for the fire. 
she put the pot on her back and started on her long, long journey back. As she walked, the coal grew bright, firing the inside of the pot to make it strong. Finally, Grandmother Spider came home to her animal friends. They gathered around. Grandmother, Grandmother, they cried. Where is the fire? Oh, now be patient. Gather some dry sticks and leaves and logs for me. Quickly the animals did as Grandmother said. Then she carefully poured out the red-hot coal onto the wood. Immediately it burst into flames. The animals cheered. Yes, Grandmother Spider, you have brought us the light. In Grandmother's wisdom, she took some of the sparks from the fire and placed them inside trees and rocks so that others could make fire without going to the lake of fire. Grandmother Spider was very, very tired, but she knew she had one more thing to do. So she took her pot and she put in two coals and walked to the top of a tall mountain. There, she threw the larger piece into the sky, and that became the sun. Then she threw the smaller piece, and that became the moon. She then took the sparks at the bottom of the pot and threw them into the air, and they became the stars in the sky. She then spun a web around the universe, To this very day, she pushes and pulls on that web so that the sun and moon and stars move to provide us day and night and the seasons of the year. It was Grandmother Spider who taught us many things. She taught us about pottery and weaving. She taught us about fire and light and dark. She taught us that we are all connected on the web, each one of us having our place in this world. So, what do you think? How was Grandmother Spider strong? Yes, she was strong in wisdom and in understanding. And sometimes that is the best kind of strength to have. Even if we're not a grown-up and even if we're not physically strong enough to lift a heavy weight, we can be strong inside, in our hearts and souls and minds, and we can learn things and try hard to be kind to others. That's a very special way of being strong. So, let's all try and be strong for one another in these sometimes discombobulating days. And remember, all will be well, all will be well, and all manner of things shall be well. Cheerio then, join me next time for Journey with Story.